Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Over the past 10 years, solar power has enjoyed meteoric growth, with lower-than-expected prices incentivizing development and renewables gaining more market share for power generation. But all that could change because of the Commerce Department's recently launched investigation into the solar supply chain. The unexpected consequence is that even though we've seen decades of renewable growth and renewable competition and kind of coal's decline, suddenly we might see coal plants having to stay online longer because solar isn't able to get online. See, the Commerce Department's probe, which was initiated by California-based Oxen Solar, is leading to a tricky situation. A solar showdown could lead to a renewable slowdown which could lead to more coal plants staying around. And that's not good for the Biden administration's clean energy goals. So today, Politico's Catherine Morehouse and I talk about how Biden's solar trade probe is providing a lifeline to fossil fuel plants. It's Tuesday, May 10th. Kat, you're reporting that the Biden administration's solar trade investigation is providing a lifeline to fossil fuel plants. So what do you mean by that exactly? And where are we seeing this play out already? We've only seen this play out at one power plant so far at the Nysource coal plant in Indiana. The utility announced last week that it was going to keep this plant online until 2025, and that plant was originally supposed to shut down next year. So it's about two years later than its originally scheduled shutdown, and all because the solar plant it expected to build to help replace the electricity of this fossil fuel plant won't be ready in time because of this investigation and the related you know, supply chain crunch. Right. And so what does that mean for emissions if we're actually seeing and potentially there will be more planned solar projects delayed or canceled and coal is is filling that void? That obviously can't be very helpful for Biden's goal of decarbonizing the power grid by 2035, right? Yeah, I would add also that some other Coal-fired plants have also seen their lives prolonged, if not directly because of this probe, because of earlier you know, issues with the supply chain. I think that that's indicative that you could see a larger trend of, you know, as you continue to see disruptions from COVID and you continue to see disruptions from this commerce probe, that's just one more hurdle for the solar industry. And it's only going to make it harder for these utilities to shut down these coal plants. And that's only going to make it harder for the Biden administration to push for utilities to shut down their fossil fuel plants and move toward these cleaner resources, which have become so much cheaper than fossil fuel power plants. But if you can't get the parts and you can't get these facilities built, then some utilities are saying, you know, it's not the kind of the no-brainer that it once was. So you mentioned how how cheap renewables have become. Interestingly, you also report that solar, though, has not traditionally been seen as a direct replacement for coal because of its variability. But might that be changing now? And if so, why is that? Yeah, so that's another weird thing about the, or kind of unfortunate thing, I should say, about the timing of all of this is the utility industry has long kind of said, while solar, which is a more variable resource, can't really replace these baseload 
resources like coal and like some of these other fossil fuel resources or like nuclear power. But the grid is on it really on its way to kind of changing the way we think about resources. Solar paired with storage can provide, you know, longer duration energy for longer periods of time. And at the same time, coal plants and other kind of traditionally baseload resources are shifting to, you know, operate on a more hourly basis and kind of follow the load of solar and follow when wind isn't blowing and the sun isn't shining, kind of make up during that time. It's just another unfortunate thing about the timing is as the grid is kind of figuring out how to replace coal with solar, we can't get as much solar online. So we've talked a little bit about the immediate impact of this solar trade probe. But in the long term, do we know if utilities have any solutions to these issues as long as this investigation remains open or are they kind of just resigned to having to keep fossil fuel plants running longer than they might have anticipated? Yeah, it's interesting because I kind of read through the transcript of a bunch of utility earnings calls for the first quarter, and a lot of utilities were kind of addressing the elephant in the room around this investigation. For a lot of folks, it was definitely a wait and see situation. You know, it's more of a concern to folks who are really in that kind of 2022 to 2023 timeline where they want these projects to come online. But I think for a lot of utilities, they're going to see delays. They're going to see potential cost increases but they're not giving up on renewables yet, that's for sure. Also, the comment period for the SEC's proposed climate disclosure rule has been extended and will now end on June 17th, not May 20th. That's what the commission said on Monday, citing interest from investors, market participants, and other stakeholders. Under the proposed rule, companies would be required to disclose their greenhouse gas emissions and be held accountable for their climate promises. The policy would be a big win for President Joe Biden, whose climate agenda has struggled in Congress. When the rule was first proposed back in March, commissioners voted three to one along party lines to publish it. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron supports the ambitions of the Paris Agreement? In fact, they've even tied their executives' compensation to lowering the carbon emissions intensity of their operations. Because it's only human to help power a brighter future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lower carbon.